0: All right, welcome back to the show, Judd Burton, Doctor Judd. You've been on our show so many times, and we love it. You always have something new to add to the show. How this one started was uh, I was sitting there, and you uh, messaged me. You said, "How would you like to do a show about Lewis and Clark expedition and some of the weirdness associated with that?" I was I was intrigued. We started going back and forth a little bit, and you said um, the Manitou American Werewolf, and then you just left me hanging, Judd. I we, you made us have to. To bring you on to figure out what you were talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I think maybe I, that was the the week after that. I think I, I, I had a conference that I spoke at. I had a couple of projects, and Aaron Judkins and I filmed six episodes of French Pop Three Two One with Mike Kaiser. So m- that might have been what I was doing.
0: It's a good tactic, you know. You just send out these messages to these podcasts, like, "Hey, there was a werewolf that attacked," and then that's it. I don't personally know a lot about lewis and clark expedition i think that like most kids in high school i was distracted myself
1: what about you what about you luke no uh i, I mean i know a, a fair bit a fair bit about you know about lewis and clark sacagawea and, but i'm ready for the weirdness Jed. i can deliver and our
0: question my, my question is is so in these explorations are they are they coming across information they shouldn't no, I mean, the, the the emails you sent me were kind of conspiratorial, like they found something, they discovered things, they knew information. And, you know, we talk about, obviously, creatures all the time on our show, and it sounds like it's related. Something they, they came across that they shouldn't have known? Is that kind of your theory?
1: Not necessarily that they shouldn't have known. It's just that there are accounts in the, um, the records kept by not – not just Lewis and Clark, but more especially the other people that were on the, the expedition, because you have to remember that it, it wasn't just Lewis and, Lewis and Clark. It was 31-man expedition. So there were other, some of them military, some of them were uh, of mixed I mean, native and, and European blood, trappers, um, people that knew the land, the languages. There was better.
0: a lot of people out there on this expedition, basically.
1: Yeah, and the... Marvel of it all is that they only lost one person on the expedition, and that was to natural causes. They, they think that his uh, appendix burst. So they didn't run into yellow hair or any any giants out there. Or? <laughs> well, that's you know that's what I'm getting to. I mean, the expectations were were high. Like I say, expedition was really in terms of the logistics of preparation and financing and outfitting and and execution was really the equivalent of going to the moon in its day, uh, fraught with all the dangers of the same kind that you would expect on a, a venture like that. In order to understand some of the strangeness of, of the expedition itself, you have to understand the some of the expectations that not just Jefferson had that were sort of popular in scientific circles in the day. For instance, it was believed that amongst other things. That somewhere in the interior of the continent were, were remnant populations of, uh, you know, megafauna, in particular the woolly mammoth. So, you know, this was not, like I say, this is not just something, you know, that you find in the popular folklore of the day, like the scientific circles, you know, no less groups than the American Philosophical Society, you know, believe that there, these, these animals still existed in the interior of the continent somewhere.
0: Hmm. I didn't know that woolly mammoth was considered in that category. So they're writing down things that give you clues because, I mean, when you go back and reread history with a lot of this knowledge that we've talked about on previous episodes, are you picking up on stuff, Judd? Are you seeing things in the text, in the, in the, in the accounts that the average historian just can...
2: Hey, welcome back to Blurry Creatures. This was a members-only episode, a little teaser we did. Thank you to everyone who supports the show. It'll be on the back end of the site. And if you support the show, you get a direct link to have an RSS feed right to your phone. Appreciate you guys out there supporting the show. We've had a lot of people come on board lately and support what we're doing. If you can hear it, my voice is a little bit shot. I got sick last week, kind of getting over Corona, and it's been a long 10 days or so. Yeah, just appreciate everyone who supports the show. A lot of effort goes into making this show. We spend, you know, multiple hours editing every episode, putting music to it, cutting out the fluff and making it the transitions, which is perfect. And we're going to be doing a members only chat here in a couple of weeks. And we have a Facebook chat and and you get access to episodes like this that nobody else gets to listen to. Appreciate you guys out there. Thank you for supporting Blurry Creatures. If you want to support the show, BlurryCreatures.com slash members, and you get extra content. Thank you so much.